Hello and welcome to The Journey, the audio journal of a man working his tail off to achieve greatness in his life. This is a show all about the trials and the triumphs, the pain and the pleasure of producing a life of greatness that honors God, supports my family, and builds the community. What's going on, everybody? I'm your man, Marcus, a former pastor turned church communications consultant who is passionate about using social media to tell life-changing stories that inspire and transform. I promise you, I'm going somewhere, and I want you to come along with me. Thank you for joining me on this journey, and welcome aboard. The YouVersion Bible verse of the day comes from Galatians chapter 6, verse 2, from the Christian Standard Bible. Carry one another's burdens. In this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Uh, we have, uh, in the Western world, we have uh, kind of gotten into this individualistic Christianity and uh, it's, it's permeated in, in all of our churches and just all of our lives, you know, um, and, and in preaching too, you know, we, you know, we, uh, in, in the preaching experience, you know, we talk about, um, you know, getting what uh, I came to get from God and, and um, in the worship experience and, um, you know, I'm, I'm not leaving until I get my stuff and, um, you know, we, we always talk about what we can get from God. Like this is an individual type situation when, uh, and that might be true to a certain extent, but what is not emphasized in the preaching experience is the fact that this Christian life is all about, you know, what we're doing together. It's all about the community, the ecclesia, the church, the people. It's all about the people. It's all about all of us. It's not just about, you know, what we can get out of our relationship with God, but it is what we can do for God is how we can serve God. And we serve God by serving others. We literally serve God. Like the number one way we serve God literally, literally is by uh, is by serving others. Uh, well, besides, you know, doing what he commands. But one, one of the primary things he commands is uh, to serve others. I mean, Jesus said it himself. He says, whatever you've done to, to the least of these, you've also done to me. You know, but um, I mean, if we extend that a little bit further, you know, what we, what we do to anybody or for anybody, you know what I'm saying, is, um, you know, what we do uh, for Jesus. Uh, I, <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't there in the room when, when, when Jesus said that, obviously, but uh, I can I can just imagine that Jesus, he he was talking about it in that context and, and about what you're doing for uh, for for those who uh, cannot do for themselves or cannot speak for themselves selves or stand up for themselves. But I believe he was also, you know, talking about all of us as a whole. What you do for anybody, you know, what I'm saying is a is a reflection of what you do for Christ how you treat anybody is a reflection of uh, the love of Christ that is on the inside of you and so uh, when we're talking about bearing one another's burdens you know what I'm saying that is one of the the quintessential uh, actions that we have to uh, that, that, that we have to engage in uh, in our walk with Christ we can't just get so you know, caught up in our uh, individual bubbles. And, and yes, there's a holy huddle type bubble that, 
uh, Dr. Tom Rayner talks about uh, a lot on his podcast, Rayner on Leadership. Uh, talks about the holy huddle, just of you know you getting together with your people from church, and you know no new friends, and those are the only people you hang out with, and you know you never you know you never even talk to anybody else, and you never even have a chance to show the love of Christ to anybody else because everybody around you, you know, you're together all the time and everything like that. A holy huddle, and that's a bubble in and of itself. But the other bubble is just us, you know, getting in our individual bubbles and only worrying about what we're doing as individuals and only worrying about, you know, the things that matter to us uh, singularly, you know. And so uh, just looking at this verse, you know, from, from Paul, you know, it's just he's reminding us that, you know, we have to be uh, community minded and we have to be other centered. It's yes, yes, we we as, as Paul said somewhere else, you know, um, I can't quite recall it right now. We uh, work out our own salvation, our, our own soul salvation with fear and trembling. But, uh, you know, and, you know, the, the, the concept of, um, you know, on a plane in an emergency, you know, secure your own uh, device before you help somebody else. You know, secure your mask before you go and help others. Uh, you know, so we have to secure our own relationship with God before we can help others. But we can't be so individually focused that we never help others and so um this verse is just an encouragement and a reminder to me today to um continue to uh, be other centered and to be there for other people and in that way we'll be a better christian community anybody who knows me well knows that these days i am all about personal and professional development you know i, I listen to you know motivational things and I listen to instructions even more than I listen to music these days. And, um, and you know, I'm always trying to see where I can improve because I have a lot of areas in my life that I know I need improvement in. And so um, I am, um, you know, part of a, a mastermind community uh, of uh, Dr. Eric Thomas, ETD Hip Hop Preacher. And uh, being a part of that community, uh, there are uh, several calls throughout the week for different purposes but on this particular one the, uh, the mastermind call on uh, Sunday mornings uh, you, you can either depending on your level of membership uh, you can either uh, be a part of the call live or uh, listen to the recordings later and and I, I listen to the recordings of uh, the calls when they come out and uh, I had gotten, gotten behind for a few weeks and so I had to catch up and uh, I, I've been uh, catching up this morning as I've been doing some things and um, listening to the call, uh, the, the president of, um, of ETA, Eric Thomas and Associates, uh, CJ Quinney, he was, uh, he was on the call uh, this particular uh, morning. In fact, it was uh, this past Sunday, so I'm almost caught up, but uh, just listening to uh, the call from, um, from this past Sunday, he was talking about, um, you know, identifying the missing ingredient identifying the missing ingredient he was uh, talking about how when uh, when he and uh, Eric Thomas and and uh, Carl Phillips were at uh, Michigan State University uh, doing uh, their program the the, the advantage uh, program to to help young people uh, who were uh, disadvantaged you know trying to uh, you know get them in a position where they could succeed in, uh, in higher education um, when he, he was talking about the fact that that, you know, they had hundreds of kids uh, in their program, and, and they were really making headways, and they had, um, you know, they had a lot of success in, 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 in 
adding a lot of value to the university and, and added a lot of value to uh, people's lives. But um, they weren't able to secure the kind of funding that uh, they felt like they should be able to. And, and, and CJ was um, looking at some other groups um, at the university who had been able to uh, secure the kind of funding uh, that, that he and uh, E.T. were looking for. And um, so he, when he was sitting down with the, with the provost of the university and, and you know, it was, uh, he, he, he said in his own words, he said, I was getting ready to go off on him, um, you know, trying to, you know, figure out what was going on. You know, was, was it racially uh, motivated as to why uh, they weren't able to get this money? And, uh, you know, just wonder what, what was going on. How come you, uh, y'all hating on us? You know, y'all don't want us to succeed. And so when he asked the question to the provost, uh, you know, why couldn't they get this funding? And well, the provost came back and said, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's great you know, what you all are doing, but uh, there's one thing that you're missing. There's one thing that you're missing, and uh, you don't have any data. Uh, you don't have any kind of data to back up what it is that you're doing. And so because you don't have any, uh, you don't have any uh, before and after grades, uh, GPA, you don't have any uh, before and after test scores. You don't have any kind of success stories that are documented uh, so that we can see and that we can prove to people um, to justify uh, us giving you this money. And, uh, and, and so because of that, uh, what you're doing is just a feel good story until you can uh, until you can give me some hard numbers. And, and so, you know, CJ was just talking about the insight that he had gained from that. He was just blown away by that. And I was thinking about that uh, as, as well. It just had me uh, thinking about why it is that I'm passionate about church communications and doing what it is that I'm doing right now. Uh, there is a missing ingredient in a lot of ministries, and, and that's that the story of that ministry is not being told. And... Um, and I won't get too much into it now, but you know, there's a there's a problem when it comes to fundraising. There, there's a fundamental problem when it comes to fundraising, and um, we, especially in the black church, we have um, relegated fundraising to you know fish dinners and and, and bake sales, and uh, that's because we we really don't know um, how to uh, raise money in a way that doesn't have anything uh, to do with food. We don't know how to do anything beyond these fish dinners and bake sales because uh, our fundraising capabilities, you know, don't rise above, you know, really just begging for money for the most part. And, you know, you might be mad when I say that, but I mean, it's true. You know, when, when we think about, you know, colleges and, and, and universities and how, you know, they're able to build endowments and how they're able to, uh, you know, they're able to have development funds and uh, directors of development who, you know, their responsibility is to really go out and to, uh, you know, get money, you know what I'm saying, we don't employ a lot of those strategies uh, in the church uh, at all, and not, not to say that we have to, you know, employ all of those uh, different strategies, it's not to say that we have to do uh, everything that is done uh, in higher education to raise money for ministry purposes, but one, one thing that we do need to do that we don't do enough of in most churches is we don't tell our story.
because we don't tell our story, we don't give people a connecting point uh, by which we can uh, persuade them to uh, to donate money or to you know follow the ministry or be invested in any way uh, in the ministry that is going to move them to support that ministry uh, in a financial capacity. <laughs> so what I'm saying is is if we know that there are great things going on uh, at our church and you know, we barely have a good website, then nobody is going to know uh, what it is that's going on in our church except us, except we who go to that church. And because of that, uh, people are not going to uh, want to you know, help us out when we ask them to give. You know, one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest uh, faux pas to me when it comes to, um, you know, ministry finance and uh, nonprofit finance is the fact that, you know, when we get to um, you know, Giving Tuesday every year, uh, I forgot what day it's on, but um, Giving Tuesday, you know, some organizations and uh, some churches and, and some seminaries, you don't even hear about Giving Tuesday until Giving Tuesday. It's like it, it, one of the things about telling a story, you know, and, we're, it, and again, we're talking about the missing ingredient, you know, one of the things about telling a story that is vitally important is, you know, you have to build that story over uh, a long period of time. You know, if you watch uh, a drama or a sitcom on television, you know, that drama is played out over uh, a number of episodes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, so you have time to build out that story, you have time to get people invested into that story, into uh, that experience, you get people to be invested into characters because they've spent time with them on their television screen or on their phone screen watching that character. It, these kinds of things happen over time. Stories are told over time. And the same thing it is with a, with a movie. You know what I'm saying? A, 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 a full-length movie, a, a drama is going to have to at least be uh, about 90 minutes or so for, for you to even, uh, you know, really get what's going on in the movie to be able to tell a full story. Now, when it comes to kids' movies, they're a little bit shorter because uh, their times, their their uh, uh, attention spans are shorter and, and things like that. Um, but, um, you know, you have to be able to tell a story over a long enough period of time to be able to get people invested uh, in that. And so you just can't talk about Giving Tuesday. This is just one example. You can't talk about Giving Tuesday just on Giving Tuesday. You need to be building up to that thing for like a good, you know, three, four weeks. <laughs> and, 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 and you're building it up by telling a story or telling a group of stories, you know what I'm saying, over a period of time where people can really connect with it and by the time Giving Tuesday comes around, you want to give because now you're invested. Now you understand the mission of that ministry and you want to get involved. And uh, storytelling is something that's not happening enough. And that's why I'm passionate about church communications. You have to tell the right story in the right way, in the right medium, 
in order to get people to invest in what you're doing and to care about uh, what you're doing. You know, people are not just going to care about what you're doing just because you tell them you're a church or you're a ministry just because uh, you mention the name of Jesus. Yes, the Bible says that the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. You know what I'm saying? But, 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 but in the presence, in the present, I should say, uh, you know, at the name of Jesus, uh, every wallet is not going to open, and and every uh, uh, every change dispenser is not going to empty. You know what I'm saying? At the uh, at the name of Jesus, and so we have to tell the greatest story that's ever been told. You know, we have to be creative with how we tell it. And tell it in the right mediums, in the right contexts, and uh, you know, really begin to have a, a better level of strategy about um, how we tell the story of ministry and how we attract people to our ministries, and uh, go, and that goes hand in hand with how we raise money for our ministries, you know, and so. Uh, the, you know that that's the reason for my passion uh, for church communications, and I know that I bring the ability to uh, tell stories in a certain way to the table, and uh, I'm just looking forward to you know continuing to do that because that is my ministry. You know, uh, I might not be preaching every single week anymore, but uh, I'm still you know, telling the story of Christ through. I'm able to do uh, for other people, and what I'm able to do uh, for churches, and uh, that is what I am most passionate about, uh, more, more than anything uh, professionally, is really being able to help people tell their story in, in the best way possible, because you know, if you know that you're doing something great at your church, and just imagine how uh, free somebody could, 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 could be in could feel and just, and just how deliverance could come to people, you know what I'm saying, if we put them in position to be able to uh, have access to what it is that we've experienced uh, in our ministries. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that today, uh, just hearing, uh, again, just hearing on, on the mastermind call that, I, that I've just been listening to, just uh, hearing that, having that data missing ingredient for, for them being able to get the funding that they needed. Well, the, having that data uh, constitutes telling a story. Uh, and and uh, that was, the missing ingredient was they were not able to tell the story about the success of their program. And, and until they did, they didn't get the funding. But when they did, when they told that story in the context that they were looking for, which was data and charts and graphs and different kinds of before and after uh, scenarios uh, until they did that they uh, were, were hitting a brick wall and they were hitting a glass ceiling, a glass ceiling. they weren't able to get what it is that they needed to get but uh, once they did do it you know <laughs> yeah well, you know once they did do it you know everything came to them you know that that, that they were looking for and that ability to, um, to to give them that data, that was uh, the story that they were telling. And so we have to be able to tell our story. And uh, that's what communi uh, church communications uh, is all about. 
and uh, in whatever it is that you do, you know, whether it's ministry related or not, um, if you want to have success and you want people to care about it, they're not going to care about what you're doing just because it's you. Yeah, people care about you, but, but what I've learned over time is, you know, just because you, know, you put out content or you put, you know, stuff stuff out there for consumption and for people to grab onto, they're not going to do it just because it's you. You know, they, they may love you, but there are very few people who are going to do something just because it's you. Those are your those are your day ones. Those are your number ones. Those are your ride or dies. Everybody else, you know, they may care about you, but you have to make them care about what it is that you're talking about or what it is that you're saying. I just want to uh, leave you with that today. Thank you for joining me today on The Journey. I pray that I have said something today or at least made you think about something that has added some light to your day value to your life. Until next time, keep it moving and God bless.